Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. Upcoming dates. TJ will be in Appleton, Wisconsin, November 3 through 5. Jacksonville, November 10 through 12. Mobile, Alabama, November 13th. For more details, go to his website, tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And then we will be together performing live again. Both of us, November 18th through 20th at the San Jose Improv. So come on out and say hello that weekend. And thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent Irsh. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Welcome back to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. And you know, over the years, it's not been perfectly easy to get a guest every single time that I'm happy with. There's one guest in particular I really enjoy, but other than that, it's been a tough road to hoe. And you know what I'm talking about. Farmers, take a break. Everybody else, you have no idea what I'm talking about. And now as the helicopter comes overhead, as I'm outside, I've set a trap for my next guest. What I've done is I've put a lot of uh, treats and different, different, uh, I don't know, boggles and bojangles and things, you know, out in the wilderness. And I've set a trap. And so whoever, and I put a microphone next to the trap. So whoever I... Whoever actually wants that food and all those different treats, once they reach in and they grab the food, there's a big net that's going to come down. It's going to hoist the person up with the uh, microphone inside the net, and thereby I will have a new uh, guest. And that's really how I'm getting guests these days. I'm trapping them. So here we go, and I'm watching. And so far, it's just been a group of like pigeons and stuff. There's been a coyote that's out there um, that seems to be sniffing at the microphone. Uh, so far, nothing doing. I've been out here for about uh, se- seven hours uh, so far. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a coyote. And uh, yeah, I've been about seven, about seven hours, so maybe eight hours. Mm, but it, it's, it's going to be worth it to get a, to get a guest. Let's see. Uh, something. I, should, I shouldn't taste it. Now, look, does listen. It feels like, it good does seem like there's a person now in, near the trap. But I've never seen such a treat. So trivial, so tricky. So yeah, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. I, I got something. I got something. Wow, this is exciting. I have another another guest in the trap. Let me down. Let me be. 
There's a person in the trap. I can hear him through the microphone. I'm about 100 yards away. Let me get closer. Is that... What's that I spy? What's that I see? Wait a second. Are you... Cash, it's you. You. Who? It's me. Horton hears the who? TJ? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I... I, Cash. This is... How have you been? This is great. Well, you know, when I'm in the forest... Yeah. I have to dress and act as an (laughs) elven sheriff. We all know that. Everyone knows that. Everyone I've spoken to, all my friends, we all know that when I'm in the forest, I have to dress as an elven sheriff yeah. and sort of, you know, talk like that. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Me? Cash. Yeah. It's you. You? It's me. But were you tra- the sheriff of all <laughs> Elvington? Come now, elves. Let me show you about fire safety. Hey! <laughs> but were so you, that's were you doing some, of, were you traveling with some coyotes? Because I, I felt like you were in a pack of coyotes and I was then you broke out. Cash, I don't usually reveal this about me as uh, the Millers, but uh, I poach. Really? Yeah. So Didn't I'll go into other people's you. land, right, where their animals live. Yeah, yeah. And I'll uh, I'll I'll boil water and I'll cook an egg in it quickly. Oh, oh you poach. Get it out of there. Oh, yeah. Po- that kind of poaching. It's delicious. Okay. I'll soft yeah. boil. Whatever yeah. it takes. I put it on an English muffin. Ultimately, yeah. That's, it's whatever it takes to poach. Yeah, sure. So yeah, that's kind yeah, of uh, that's treats. why I'm here. Well, How that's why I'm the, here in the forest. Do you want to do a, a tasty hot pot? I'd rather not. I'm looking to trap another podcast host. Look, I'm going to let you down. I have a couple you. of traps set, <laughs> but none of them have trick trapped yet. I'm going to I'm going to let you down. I don't think it's safe for you to be up that high in the air. Let me oh, well, yes. you. Listen, yeah. if you let me down, I'll do a, a podcast. No, hot tasty pot. Okay, here I go. I'm going to release you. Release the hounds! Okay, the dogs are coyotes. Good. Well, you know how we like that? I don't know if you remember. This smarts my elven ears. Sorry. (laughs) What? Well, it's been a little while since we've done the uh, podcast together, but... Certainly in the forest. This is my first time potting in the forest. It's a foo. A foo in the forest. It's a foo in the forest. Yeah. You know, usually we like to start the show with a section we like to call the Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Let's get into it. Pretzel. Bread. Or, she's getting (laughs) the slowest question. Pretzel. Bread. Isn't pretzel really just bread? Or... Isn't pretzel really... No. Not. Question mark. A pretzel is not bread. It's really just bread, isn't it? I don't think so because no. like like With the crunchy, yeah, but crunchy salty pretzels, that's not bread. Oh, you think I of meant that soft as bread? Pretzel. Soft pretzels. Yeah, but you stale said pretzels. Bread. Oh, okay. Maybe I should have said stale bread. Stale bread. Yeah. Old pretzels. Bread. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been amazing. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great triple banger. Well, well, you st- start it over. Yeah, listen, hey, really- get in the yeah. harness. Get in the yeah. harness. I'm going to hoist you back up again. <laughs> and now I'm going to let you back down. Now let me down and I'm I'll let do you a down. pod. TJ, come back. Release the hounds. Release the hounds. <laughs> Pretzel. Uh. Stale bread? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was so distracted oh, by the shit, harness that device. That was so funny. I was so distracted oh by the harness. Oh my god, that is such a funny thing. I got distracted you know by what? the harness. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you in the trap and hoist you up. Ready? All right. Jump in. All right. You out there? All right, here, now lay down. Oh, let him out. Release the hounds. Oh, those hounds. I'm this back. time around, those hounds sound like Yoda having an orgasm. Caca, caca. <laughs> oh, there's a hawk over here. There's a hawk over Listen, I want to ask you. Here's, yeah. here's my first triple banger lightning round. Triple yeah. banger yeah. lightning the, round. Question number one. one. Question number one. Stale bread. Bretzel? Yes. It is, That's right? how it should have gone. That's how it should have gone. But it is. Now yeah, it I really say is. it, I'm wondering if you're yeah. right. Pretzel. Stale. No. Stale bread. Bread-shaped pretzel? There it is. There it is. <laughs> Not bread. quite. Pretzel-shaped bread. Pretzel-shaped stale bread? Shapely, shapely stale bread? <laughs> shapely stale bread is amazing. Uh, bread with an just ego? I imagine, stale bread with I an ego? I imagine you in the bakery on the way out just to check out. You don't need anything else. You kind of lean back and eye the uh, the bakery counter. Yeah. And you see some stale bread and you go, that's a shapely pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Which I think was we, also the other way around. <laughs> I think it's it yeah, stale bread back. with an ego. That's what it is. Stale bread with an ego. With an ego. That's good. Triple A lightning round. Question, question two. two. Question two. two. Uh, triple knot. Overzealous. Triple knot. Oh yeah. yeah, way too much. You ever done the three knots? There's always two. Do you stop at two? Do you I ever go three? Two. And in certain shoes lately, like the shoes I'm wearing, I'll tie them. And that's it. And I think about that as I tie them. For, I go, you know what? These are great laces. These are great shoes. I'm not going to take time, precious time, to double knot it. Yeah. You, because you know why? That's done out of either fear or laziness. I trust the double knot. I, I don't trust the double knot twice as much as the single knot. I trust it completely. Wow. Yeah. Don't you trust a double knot? I never need to go three. I mean, I've never gone three now that I like look back and think about it. Triple knot is that says thing about somebody. Actually, I don't know anybody who does triple knot their shoes. And Kate, I think, is she mostly double knots. And then a lot of her shoes she just slips on. She leaves the How many knots the do you know how to tie and how much bragging do you do about those knots? What does that say I about know, a guy I, that brags hey, about the knots? I know two knots. Okay. <laughs> A bow tie and Don knots. That's it. <laughs> Barney Fife. <laughs> and I'll tie down my wife. Do you think there's ever been a guy that sort of gets a girl interested by bragging about knots? For sure. You think so? In like a sea seafaring town? Excuse me, miss. I can see you're about to get married, but... Uh, don't you think it should be me that's tying the knot? <laughs> I mean, I you know what? Knots are like cheese are like really just knots. That's something I've always wanted to know a lot more about. I think it would be cool to know how to uh, tie a lot of knots. What do you think? Yeah. No, I think, I think it'd be really useful. I can't even do a square knot. I think it'd be really useful. There was a situation where I really needed to know a different kind of knot recently. And then someone uh. showed me how to do it and it was so simple 
and it really worked. And I can't remember what I was doing. It was something like, oh, yeah, it had to do with putting a leash on a surfboard. And it was a different type of knot that could never come undone. Yeah. And, I, and it was so simple. And I was so thankful when the person showed it to me. Because the leash on my surfboard keeps snapping off. Right. And then I'm out in the ocean with um, just a big cord attached to my leg and no surfboard. That's why I strap it around my dick. Not mine. A young man named Richard <laughs> who likes to be referred to informally. In that tone of voice. Yeah, nasty papas. Coming up next, a guy named Richard. Nonstop commercial block of any kind of ads or advertisements relating to Richard. No music, none of the time. More like dicks. Buzz Chew Chevrolet. That's right, me, Richie. Call me Dick. I own Buzz Chew Chevrolet. Who's Buzz Chew, you might ask? Well, he's the guy that got into a lot of trouble with my wife on a boat in Key on West. On 102.7, the stuff. It's me, General Manager Richard Dick. And I got to tell you, yogurt land is not just a land of yogurt, but a land where you can get down-home customer service and a real big dick's worth of frozen yogurt. <laughs> 106.0, no, what happened? <laughs> 102.5, what is this? Uh, triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round question. Three. Question three, question three. We may have done this, but I want to do it again because we need to talk about it. Sunday, the new Monday. Maybe. Absolutely. Wow, that's really smart. Absolutely. The Sunday is the new Monday. And let me explain to you why. Everyone on Sunday is like, I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, at this point, so it's I, at this point Sunday's worse than Monday. And Friday has become the old Saturday. So Friday and Saturday, fr Friday's the day everyone's just starting to just take off. Like, fuck it. It's Friday. I'm not even working today. Nobody's in the office on Friday anymore. Saturday uh, is always awesome. Sunday's the day you start to worry about the week so much that it's become Monday already. So is Thursday a second Friday? Yes. Thursday night is Friday is the old Friday night. So what is Saturday? Saturday's Saturday still awesome, though. Saturday, yeah, Saturday maintained its place. Sunday. Maybe Saturday's Sunday's the best gone. day of the week. Maybe Sunday's gone. Because Monday Cause, isn't Sunday. You know, Sunday always sucked. You have to admit, whenever you heard, when I, from, from my generation, when you heard that clock, 60 minutes clock, that was the minute, that was the time on TV when you that? knew that the, the week had started and you were screwed. You better do some homework. You better get something done, right? Yeah. Now, here's right. what I'm saying about Sundays, though, that really blows my mind. And I was thinking about you the other day because you had an anniversary and so did I. Because we both have, we both have September Labor Day weekend, Labor Day weekends. And we fucked up. Let me explain it to you. Why, why we fucked up. I'm so mad at myself I didn't think of this before. You know, I think of a lot of things beforehand, and this is a practical living of a modern, modern age. age. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. So we went from a triple iron lightning round to a practical living of modern, modern age. age. And not, not a lot of people can do that, but I'm the kind of guy that could try to pull that off. You don't get married on a holiday weekend. I'll tell you why. Because you want to create a new holiday with your anniversary. You already had a holiday that you liked. You create a new right, holiday. You know what? You did and it for the wedding. We lost a holiday. You thought your wedding was so important. We lost a holiday. We could have had one extra holiday. Yeah. And we we, we shit the bed on this one. That's all I'm saying. You don't do it you on a holiday what? weekend. Honestly, that's true. Because then you could you should get married. Here's what you should do. Mm -hmm. Strategically get married 
at the stretch, the longest stretch between holidays. Exactly. That you feel every year is like, I wish we had a holiday. Exactly. Then if you put it there, then it makes sense to be like, you know what? We're going to go to Bermuda for four days. Yeah. It's our holiday. Let's take off Friday. Let's take off Monday. Wow. We did. We fucked it. I I hate that you told me that. I really fucked it. That's really upsetting. Because I always loved Labor Day weekend. I'm really upset. And you know what? To everyone in the 12 and a half, this is an upsetting time right now. I can't believe this space. is why sometimes I don't care for the friendship that I have with Cash Levy because he'll just say <laughs> something that makes you regret a decision you made for the rest of your life. Some nights I will wake up in a sweat, in a cold sweat, and no, sometimes a hot, hot sweat, hot sweat because I'll have fallen asleep in my Long Jonathan's with those uh, hand heaters, the hand warmers, yeah, just filling my entire long jonathan's wake up in a hot sweat and i'll be like why did i do labor day how could i have agreed to that we had an opportunity to create a a whole new holiday yeah on that same note i blame to be honest with you i blame you on the same note do not allow your kids to be born on holidays just keep them in there a while longer let no, you got to everybody you know not everybody don't let those eggs hatch yet. but when i say yeah. everybody my wife has a she is one of those people that has a story of a friend who was born on christmas yeah and that's kind of why I like take me to your santa that because is brutal juice christmas is so important <laughs> it's brutal brutal it's juice brutal brutal juice brutal juice brutal juice hugo de bruto that really would be it in spanish hugo de bruto <laughs> That's it. I'm not joking. It's Gagliano. It really is. That's Hugo de Bruto. That's going to be the name of this episode. That's the name of this episode. Hugo de Bruto. That's the name of this episode right there. (laughs) Amazing. Brutal juice. That's so brutal. Christmas is so important. I know. I had a friend like that too. He was born on Christmas Day. It's the most important thing in the world. And like... Then people will give you your own presents, and it's just it doesn't work. We've talked to this girl. She's like, it's the worst thing that ever could have happened. Even just being close to Christmas is horseshit. My birthday is horseshit. It's two weeks after Christmas, and nobody cares. After those different, nobody cares. Would you rather have it before? No, that'd be even worse. But nobody cares. That's tough. Which is worse, birthday on Christmas or birthday on New Year's? Ugh, that's a tough one. I think birthday on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that's the worst. Because New that's Year's the Day, worst. you can open presents or have a party or something. Birthday on New Year's Eve, that would suck. Never have a party. Yeah. Every year, your friends would have to be like, ugh, do you want to go to Cassie's like New Year's Eve birthday party again this year? Or should we figure out a way not to go? I know. That's what it would be like. Yeah, you're right. So you're saying New Year's actually would suck. New Year's Eve. Yeah. New Year's Eve, you're robbed. That's the most important party. Here's another practical practical living in the modern age. I like the practical living. Little practical. That's when you tell a prick what to do with his age. (laughs) All right, give it over. Here's another practical living in the modern age. If you're early in a relationship, I think you don't spend New Year's Eve with your uh, significant other. I think there's just too much fighting that goes on on New Year's Eve. It's, it's too, it's too volatile an evening. I think you keep things separate. 
I know that sounds weird, but people fight a lot with their girlfriends or their boyfriends on New Year's Eve. So you're saying don't spend time yeah. with the one you love? Yeah, don't spend the time with one. It's too, it's too volatile and evening. No, no, no. It's a lot it's of expectations. Yeah. The problem with it is, it's the last night of the year, so there's too much expectations for it to be great. Right. And then it makes you think about everything that you did that year. Mm -hmm. What are your resolutions? Yeah. It's too much of that. And so people look at each other, especially boyfriend, girlfriend, they look at each other and go, are you where I want to be? Did you get to be the person that I, should I do this? Did I make it far enough? How long? Has I had it been a girlfriend for the millennium, you know, 19, was yeah. it 1999 when it turned 2000? I had a girlfriend and I asked her, we decided to not hang out together. I was doing a show that night. And I said, let's just make an oath we won't cheat on each other. But let's not even really talk that night. And we agreed. We we're like, I just think it's just going to be too crazy a night. And I had a fun night. It was a very memorable evening. And um, I got another girlfriend. That, oops. That night. Oh, oh, I shouldn't reveal that part of the story. I'm joking. <gasps> I didn't. Uh, that was really salacious. No. I was, I was true to my oath. I was very honored yeah, that evening. Funny, like, but I, I, had did a have a I had a great night, and uh, I went out. It was a memorable night, and uh, ended up being kind of a bummer. She fucked Molly Ringwald. Started <laughs> <laughs> of sixteen candles. <laughs> you know, look, she didn't. I held up my honor. My my word is bond. But uh, she ended up fucking Molly Ringwald. Yeah, it didn't really please me much. Yeah, didn't. Uh, so she kind of ruined those movies. So for I me. got the uh, short eye of the stick on this one. <laughs> kind of ruined those movies for me when she fucked Molly Ringwald. <laughs> now we're gonna move it along. We're doing a classic episode here. Let's move it along to a section we like to call the "Where Were You When You Weren't Wherever You Are Now." Where were you? I was. Um, I played a poker game recently. Really? Yeah, I was in a poker game. And this guy, it was about midnight. This guy goes, I got to call my wife. She's uh, she's going to be worried about me. And he was pretty young. But I go, really? I mean, he goes, yeah. She's, anytime I'm not around after midnight. I go, my wife wouldn't notice if I was gone for, I don't know, three days? That's not true. And even then she wouldn't care. That's not true. Yeah, no, she doesn't notice when I'm gone. Do you understand I've been out here for seven hours looking at this trap? Oh, I see. Yeah, I guess you're right. Time now for a section we like to call Essential Questions of Human Nature. Essential Questions of Human Nature. We're doing all the classics here tonight, okay? We're clicking it up. I'm going to have Miles stick in the... I'm going to have Miles put in all the intro music. We're getting back to classic style right now. Let's hit it. Let me ask you, with all the like different things people are putting in their coffee, all the sugar and the cream and then the extra sugar and then the... Honey, mm. and then the eucalyptic sauce, eucalyptic and sometimes the spicy uh, pomegranate sauce, whatever they put in there. At a certain spicy point, tuna beans, ma mainly sugar. At a certain point, do we just not even need the coffee? Should people just just drinking just sugar and pouring a little milk in their mouth? Where what? what's the coffee for? How good is something where you have to put all this shit inside of it? How good is it? People Disgusting. just like the sugar. That's see, I don't drink for. coffee. They're I'm serious, so I don't. I don't. I really don't, I don't drink either. coffee. I'll I don't drink either. it, but I just don't. And people are proud of how they take their coffee. 
They're actually proud as and if when they put the creamer in there. And then you know what? When you meet somebody who's like, I drink my coffee black, you're a little like, okay. Better make sure he doesn't have a gun on him, you know, or at yeah, least a knife. Yeah. You're kind of like, Dude. why are people proud of how they take their coffee? And then now there's different milks. So like, I got a coffee and with my editors, and one of them is like, you know, they go, you want any milk? He's like, yeah. And he's like, what about you, whole milk? And I go, yeah, yeah, whole milk. And then the other guy goes, oat milk. And then the guy getting us the coffee was like, oh yeah, I hate oat milk. I tried it once, gross, but. Whole milk, that's how I take mine. Yeah, and he left. Yeah. And you're right. He was sort of saying like, and he kind of prompted me to have whole milk so that he could make fun of this oat milk guy. Yeah. Now that I look back, so yeah. you're right. He's proud that he takes There's it There's different tribes of coffee people. And so that's Coffee tribes. Thing. Coffee tribes. That's maybe that's what the, the name of the episode. Called. Coffee tribes. I think this is really important. Do you know, as you saw, maybe you saw, but I'm, I'm like, I'm working on that in my act that it's like, it's weird that coffee is a drug that everybody's okay yeah. with. And you're right, there's these social stratuses in the sort of coffee world. And it is weird. They're so bad about it. And it's just speed. They like just doing this a little bit faster. I used to think it was just people that were tired. No, it's people going to be up thinking, here we go, let's go. You want to go to this? Let's do the next thing. They just like, and so for whatever reason, I think we're okay with that because it makes people more productive so they make more money. Yeah, and I think in other countries, being sort of drunk all the time and taking a siesta is like considered, you know, a more appropriate way to live your life. Yeah, I would do very well in Spain. I guess is what I'm saying. Drink during the day, take a fucking two-hour nap. That, I at think four, it makes a lot of sense to wake take a up nap. and then yeah. like work a little bit and then go to dinner. And I think get it drunk. makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Yeah. Let's move it along to tiny opinions. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Tiny opinions. I'm going to do it again. Tiny opinions. Upset about how the first one went. Tiny opinions. Motherfucker, please stop. <laughs> uh, tiny opinions. Uh, we're doing tiny opinions now. Um, if you're on a trip and you ask someone if you should do something, like go see a monument or go see a river or do, um, I don't know, some tour of something or do bungee jumping, whatever it is. Should they, they say, say to you, and if they say, go suck an egg. No, if they say to you, it's worth doing, don't do it. Good That's not that. far enough. They didn't go far enough. They have to say, no, dude, you have to do it. They have to say you have to do it. If they the go, it's worth doing, that means they did it. And it was just good enough where they can't really admit they regretted doing it. It's not maybe worth they doing. Didn't regret it. No, maybe they didn't regret it, but also they kind of are like, I just, I never need to come here again. That's a big thing for me is like, if you go to a place and just in any moment of it, say to yourself, yeah, I'm never going here again. This is never a place I'm going to go again. Well, I don't know if I'll ever be to the Griffiths observatory again. I can't tell. Right. Right. But when I went there, I was like, oh, I'd I would definitely come here again. Then that's sort of a place you go, you've got to see it. You have to go there. It's amazing. And recently in Chicago, this is so funny, um, this girl, Lauren Fitzsimmons, who's amazing. She's so, God, she's so funny. Such like a brilliant, she helped Kate with a, um, with one of her installations, a big one. And uh, she's just so great. And she 
asked, you know, what should I do in Chicago? They're going to be there just for six hours on some layover or something. And <clears throat> so they told Kate, you know, asked TJ. And it was so funny. And I said, well, what do they want to do? And Kate was like, I don't think they want to eat that much. They want to do healthy things and go to art museums, is what they told me. And I was like, yeah, then they should go to another city. You know? Because Chicago is, a lot of it is about eating. Yeah. Chicago yeah. hot dog. Yeah. Chicago style pizza. Yeah. That's really a deep big dish. Italian deep dish. Deep, deep, deeper deep dish. dish. The dish is so deep, I can't find it's a fucking really pizza. Deep. You call that a lake? We have a deep dish lake. What now? Lots of water with cheese on pit. top and lots of sauce. Deep dish lake. Deep dish. You call that a face? We have a deep dish face covered with sauce, covered with cheese. Deep dish. It goes deeper and deeper into the rabbit dish. You call that sex? We have deep dish sex. Sauce and cheese and a lot of different things moving around. So there are three things, culinary things that Chicago is known for. No one else is like that. Italy, pasta and pizza. That's it. That's true. What else is amazing about Italy? Well, even the even the, the most awesome thing, the Leaning Tower of Pizza, is all about the the pizza part of it. It's just, it's That's just where they make party. the tasty pizza, right? If you're going to go to a place, don't be on a diet place like that. You don't want to be able to. You don't have to watch what you eat in places like that. Denver is not famous for any type of food at all, but there is a thing called a Denver omelet. That's right. sure. The Denver omelet is green. Uh, peppers, ham, and cheese. It's deep dish. It's the deepest dish of Colorado <laughs> omelet. So that's really kind of a bummer. Yeah. I think Denver should have something, but they don't. They don't have Philly cheeks. To, you know what we are? You know what we have is Rocky Mountain oysters. That's true. You talked about that in a previous Just fried bull testicles. My friend had a joke about that. He was like, "I can't eat the whole bowl." And then he kind of goes underneath. He's like, "But maybe I have room for a snack." Yeah, that was like his great. first joke. We were, he was, we were like open micing together. It was his closer. That's great. He kind of reach underneath. Yeah, and yeah, you got to do, the do thing that. Where you kind of wiggle the, the balls, and he's like, "Oh, ah. he really wiggle them?" Yeah, he was like this, like yeah, flicking the balls. Yeah, you can do a lot there. Yeah, there's a lot. Huge laugh off, but he's a really yeah. nice guy. He was, he was a really funny comedian who was just stopped, and I was one of those guys where you're like, this guy really could go places. If he wasn't so disappointed when it didn't go well. It was a hard, it's a hard life at first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, doing comedy. We're gonna move along to the practical living in modern age, and then we're gonna kick this thing. Back into the nets and up into the into sky. The, yeah. Kick the can yeah. until you're tan. We're going to kick it back to the booth. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. Um, practical Living in the Modern Age. Don't brag about uh, marital sex. In, in particular, don't brag about uh, anniversary marital sex. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We talked about yeah. this. You know? Um, I mean, it kind of goes without saying. Uh, we don't really want to hear how you. Yeah. Uh, exactly how you. Because you're gonna, we're gonna see, forcibly. We're gonna see your wife nailed again. your bride. Yeah. You know, it's a little weird. We're gonna see your wife again, and it's weird. <laughs> I'll never forget. Actually, I'm gonna tell this because I'm not gonna say any names. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I had a friend. But it rhymes with Molly Ringwald. Raleigh Mangwald. <laughs> um, yeah, I knew somebody, a friend, and he told me that. His girl, he was a girlfriend at the time, loved anal sex. Okay. And then that was his wife really soon after that. Okay. And he kind of bragged at 
you know, it was like, I can't believe it. I mean, that's all she wants to do. It's amazing. It's so fucking crazy like that. And then if that's about your wife, it's just hard to kind of meet that person. Yeah. And not I don't want to know anything that. about that sort of thing. Yeah. No one wants to hear about no. your marital. And no. I don't want to know the details. Well, isn't either. that funny though? Once you're married, you kind of, cause the other problem is let's say it's great sex. If you're bragging about it, you're talking to a guy who just is like, what are you trying to say that I don't have great sex in my? It's kind of disrespecting your wife to give people too many details about your sex life with your wife. I really think so. That's Unless you're a gynecologist, let's say you're a couple of gynecologists hitting around the racquetball, you know, <laughs> playing your way through that Phoenix afternoon. And when he turns playing the and bad says, nine, as it were. Oh, well, I tell you, my betrothed, she's got quite the labia lifts. They're beautiful, <laughs> supple, round. And they sweat. You heard me. They sweat. And the other gynecologist is like, you're telling me. Now, her vulva isn't the ova, but I'll tell you, we had a good time in the back of the Volvo. This has been gyno.com. The gist. 107.3, the gyno. All gynecologists talk all the time. Oh, my God. Let's close it down with the uh, with a, with a quick maskers here. What do you think? Let's We're doing do a classic it. right here. Like eighty five percent of superheroes, this is maskers. So there's this very interesting, bizarre person, yeah, who's been sending me like um, emails, just really interesting emails for like years and years and years. And so one of them ready is this. And this is serious. I'm okay. waiting to okay. ask you this. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Amanda Alexander. Yeah. Subject line is if. Yeah. The body of the text reads, and only if you had to pick between your eyes or dick, which would you pick? Oh, That's a really. I think I would lose my dick. It becomes less useful <laughs> later on, but it's still really useful. I think I'd lose my sight. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They, you, you, everyone thinks about the things they see and they think it gives them pleasure. What about all the things you won't have to see? Let me give you an example. Have you ever seen anybody looking at their cell phone and smiling? Yeah, I see we, a lot you of and I have been talking about this. I can see this. everybody. I see all, I, all I'm missing, if I can't see, is hundreds and millions of people just staring at a machine. That's and all I see anymore. You I look around me be. at lunch. Do you look around at lunch now when you're in a restaurant? Everyone's just looking at their well, machines. Well, the airport. See, at I'm the at the airport, airport That's and all I see I'm, you know what? I hundreds mind, of people. But I really enjoy... A good season. hard knocking. And let me tell you how good it was my last anniversary. <laughs> so I don't know. I put my dick through the rafters. We had to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Release the house! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs>